0: You're listening to Stories from the Front. Everyone here has got a story to tell. I am an American soldier, baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul, trying to to, do
1: What's up, Oliver here, welcome to Stories from the Front, we're back again, week four, episode four, I don't have a title for it yet, but I'm sure Stanley or somebody can figure out what we're going to call it or some shit, something cool, I don't know, I just want to say thanks guys for listening, checking it out on Facebook, social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter and everything, and SoundCloud and iTunes, thanks for listening, we really appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, next week, I... I think I'm going to have a Marine Corps veteran on the show. So look for that, episode five. And to Monero, if you're listening, you have to come too. So just so you know. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into it. And I want to introduce my guest today. Of course, I got Brittany hanging out with me. Yo, yo. And I've got my friends Dylan and Grayson. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Still
2: very cool. How's
1: it going? Thanks and, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. Thanks for coming. So. It's been like, what is it, like, how long did we start this? Was it March, April, May? So we're in like three months now. I finally got Dylan on the fucking podcast. Like, oh, woo Holy shit. You're glad to be here? <laughs> holy shit. Like, we were talking about this in like, what was it, December
2: maybe? Yeah, like December, January, December. Guys It about was. It?
1: it. was definitely a drill when
3: we were bored to your list and we are like, you know, there's so much, no, <laughs> you know, I know exactly what it was. Uh, We shot a Mark 19 Mm -hmm. at a range Mm -hmm. with training rounds. Uh, but they still explode. Mark 19 is basically a grenade launcher. Yes. And we were shooting Four down nine. range. And after that, they made us go pick up the rounds. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, if, uh, if y'all find any of these uh, rounds that haven't exploded yet, just stand by it and raise your hand. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to stand by the live rounds? So I'm looking at them. And but bl- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's,
1: let's set the the mood and the picture of exactly what the situation was prior to that so we were out on what was it it was mark 19 and 50 50 cal right yeah so where were we were we at shelby that, that was
0: uh, no no that no, was no. no, no, so no. fort pole we're at fort pole that was when it was cold cold as fuck no, it was
1: cold. and on top of that
0: on top of that it was raining yep.
1: yeah I, I don't know if you remember that i remember that i remember it vividly because it was like This is gonna push me over the edge. (laughs) This is where I'm gonna choke somebody, I'm gonna cuss out my leadership. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm pretty much done with this shit
3: now. Like, I remember it as the drill where I had, like, frostbite in my toe because it turned yellow. Oh. And okay. I saw them. Yeah. Wait, sorry. did you go to the medic for really? that? I went to the medic, and uh, they're like, man, we don't really know what to do. And I was like,
1: yeah, shit, I don't know either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess <you> just leave it, an issue. So,
1: just <laughs> for, like, so the medic at the time, I think, was it, uh, bur- was it Barone, or... It's Barone. Uh, Holy sh- Okay, I have to say, if you had Barone as your medic... You are in trouble. Like no, I give him a little more credit. He's, a, he's do you? a
3: smart guy, but like I don't know what you do with that. I think the only thing we do is get away from the cold, and there's nowhere else to go. Like it's just cold everywhere. So
1: you're gonna get wet regardless of where you're at on that range. I mean, mm-hmm. considering there's no shelter for anyone unless you're on the fucking bus. Which we had the big bluebird fucking white bus, piece of shit. That would Look. put all the trash on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're living in like a dumpster.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I think
0: I think uh, I think we came from another range because y'all were already there. Is that right? Oh god, it's a blur. I'm you trying to remember. It was at the because we did the 240 there. Yes. Yeah, we did the 240 range and the 50 range there, and we were taking forever because they had us zeroing the 240 on a tripod. Oh and yeah, we had a qual with the two forty on a tripod. Uh, now I remember that. It took one iteration three and a half hours to go through, and finally they, they ditched that and made us do it again. So what should have taken like in two, two hours tops
1: took all fucking day. Basically. Yeah, because y'all got there.
0: Yeah, I remember the. Few, I, I was, think
1: we came from another range. That's what it was. Is I came from another range with some other guys, but y'all were already there on the Martinez ranges yeah uh, so it was on the 27
3: where qualifying on the 240 and yeah. we had a tripod and i remember it was a huge fucking deal because like the other unit brought their tripods our unit we didn't have tripods we had nothing <laughs> no no we didn't have uh <laughs> and i think we were going <laughs> to qualify <laughs> no, way no, no, it was the other way around because it, it was oh, like, oh we have okay, okay have i'm sorry tripods. I, think
1: yes. was, I think it was the it was the bipods the three legs right no, no. Well, try tripod. Tripod yeah. tripod a tripod. Try a It was
3: with a 240. A okay,
1: so I so never shot it like that before. A tripod is basically just a two-legged, uh, how do I describe it? Uh, uh three uh, legs. Support. It's yeah. From a yeah, It's like a, it's like a, think about like a, mecha, like you have a microphone, little stand. It's got, tri- it's not a tripod, it's, it's a bipod. We're talking about a bipod, two legs.
0: I was like, I know what a tripod, tripod is, Susco, three. fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Susco's <laughs> hanging out in the background, just Seven, not participating because he's an asshole, so. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, we did. Supply up. fucked us that day, yeah. and 2-7 was like, what the fuck, but two, for our sake, 2-7 was running that range, so that's why it was completely fucked up.
3: Yeah, and I remember that, well, the safeties were, uh, it was like our sergeant majors, uh, the master sergeant, Guys who should never have been out there in the what first place. No. Guys I don't know, and uh, way outranking anyone at the unit, so it was really awkward, because they would ask us questions like, hey, uh, go ahead and set your T&E up, and really looking at each other like, T&E, like, who brought that mm-hmm. in? Yeah, because... Oh, you're just adding this in there? <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. That was a miserable day. So we, I think we got there early in the morning and stayed there till late in the night. It was like, what, 17, 1800? No. Well, military time, that's... 5, 6 o'clock.
3: Um, military time is too fucking long. Uh, I agree, because it should have, the
1: range, is, so this Mark 19 240, 50 cal range all together should have taken probably 6 to 8 hours, and it took a good 10 to 15 hours. Yeah. And after we were finished, so the rounds we were shooting, okay, this is the first time I've ever been on a Mark 19 grenade launcher range where you've had to recover fucking rounds. <laughs> on. Yeah. And they're like, Use your, take your helmet off, Put it or not? I'm sorry. Don't take your helmet
3: off. No. Yeah. If you find like the flag. range was
1: technically still hot at the time.
3: Well, they're like if you see <laughs> any live uh, fucking rounds. That's what it was. Just go stand stars. by it. Because they're considered USOs. They're like, oh no, by the way,
1: just go stand by the USO and wait. <laughs> like what? I was like, okay. In my 14 years in the military, be the bomb dog. <laughs> 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 so <I> was like, <laughs> is this appropriate? we we the OD
3: because this is pretty. It was the most, uh, you know, the perfect analogy was uh, Sergeant Ingram told me, he was like, it's like when you're a little kid and you have a football and you want to throw it, but no one's going to throw it with you, so you got to go catch it. <laughs> you got to do that like that a thousand times. Sense. That <laughs> makes perfect
1: sense. the 19 Yeah. So the Mar19, for most people, had never shot it. It's a 40 millimeter grenade launcher. It's link rounds. And majority of the time, you shoot it. If you're on like a training range, it's a chalk it. round. Chalk rounds. Chalk rounds explode. You don't have to worry about them, but for the sake of this range, I don't know where these rounds came from. I don't. <laughs> know. I've never seen them before, but they're a metal casing, and they're and they're pretty fast. It's like shink shink shink
3: shink. shink. It's, it's just like any it's other. Like, it's like
2: what? it's like shink shink, shink shink shink
1: shink shink. Yeah, your hand
2: gesture is what made
1: it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It's like coming, I mean, uh,
2: but I, I've
1: never shot that round. So we're out there. It's late. It's, we're finally finished shooting, everyone's standing around, cold, wet, and we're like, okay, by the way,
0: go down and pick these fuckers up. And it's like, what? I remember now, it wasn't the two sevens range, it was the 61st range. That makes complete sense now. It was their range, and they hammered it So ham- the 61st ship oh. command is the one that
1: dicked us into this. Yes. And basically, after we did that, we decided... This is
3: fucking crazy. <laughs> we need to make a podcast. <laughs> and,
1: uh, now we're
2: here. <laughs> because,
1: because, because who's going to believe that you had to recover mark 19 rounds yeah. in the rain, mm-hmm. and we were shooting like over a 1,000 meters out on this range. It was a 1,500
3: meter range, uh, and we walked pretty much 1,500 meters
1: all the way out yes all the way out and yes. I remember standing out there for like two hours and I'm like ah, I want to kill myself this is pretty bad like this is why veteran suicide is so high Oh, man. retention is so low <laughs> I apologize I, mean, I shouldn't have said that that was bad the retention I right, apologize for uh, that
3: yeah, No, you do
2: it. But that was just a
3: miserable AT. Uh we were gone for like 2 weeks, man. It was That just, was the
0: worst AT ever.
3: Was that part that
2: of
0: was AT? Cold.
3: Was that part of AT? That was yeah, the part that. No, that
0: was before that. Man, right. That was at Pole. That was the first That That's was right. the, the third day. Days. You know, third day of AT. Well, fourth day because we got to Pole.
1: So this was January of 2018, which was this year, but I think in like November or December I don't remember where we were. I think we were in the field because it was a
0: three-day drill.
3: Okay.
0: Somewhere. And we were talking about, like, we were bullshit because... That was December, and that was the first time we saw that uh, Bibwex site. Like, That's what it Ellen? was.
1: I think it was December, right, that we were out in the field for that three days? In Borgard. So we were at Borgard, Camp Borgard in Alexandria, for three days. And I think I think we had a track vehicles in, right? Did we have track vehicles? Yeah. We yeah, Well, had- we
3: got the track vehicles, and we were training, like couple months before is the m113s yes 11383
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. track vehicle mm-hmm. yeah apc carrier but I, i'm trying to think because like, i know i think it was me and you um and lucardi were all standing around mm-hmm. i think greenley was like popped in maybe here and there but we were bullshitting about but i think we we're just telling stories because the training was like at a standstill or something because no because our vehicle was deadlined yeah, I think it was that day. Was it that day? we um, were starting to bullshit. God. So we get to our track vehicle, and like we start it up, we move it around, we get it in line, and for some reason, it's leaking fucking fluid everywhere. Oh yeah, it's a like green. It looks yeah. like Gatorade, we like, thought it was okay, antifreeze. We thought it was antifreeze though, but it wasn't right. It yeah, was,
0: it was something else.
3: And you know what? Everyone just came up and looked at it and they're like, yeah, it doesn't need that. Well, yeah, because
0: I walked up to <laughs> it, it was
1: the, the, the no 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 it was the sergeant major and like uh, Chief Buell, <laughs> Buell's fucking dad came up and they're like oh
0: no that's it's fine man just uh <laughs> supposed to do that yeah Sergeant Thompson was standing there and you know they're all talking they had just started up and everything was working well on it yeah. I'm looking down and Brown's standing next to me I'm looking down and I'm like is that supposed to be happening and Brown was like oh shit no cut that cut that. Well, it's like it's filling up the floorboards of the fucking track vehicle. And me and Stanley are looking around like, <laughs> "What
1: the fuck, dude? Are we gotta <laughs> ride this shit, dude?" So we we're already like, oh, kill me, I don't want to be here, man." <laughs> I was,
0: I think, I was <laughs> just so
1: fucking burnt out at that
0: point. Because that was because we went to Polk for those first three cold days, mm-hmm. and then we came back to Beauregard. I mean, uh, yeah, we came back to Beauregard. broke down like three times on the way there. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about that. You heard uh, how McKay smashed his window? No. Wait, wait, wait. so Sergeant McKay yep. smashed what window? Uh, the LMTV. TV. The LMTV. TV. So I vaguely I recall something happening. We were, uh, our, we we're on our way back, and we we're convoying from Polk to Beauregard to you know, meet up with the rest of the company. And um, we're going along, and the engine light, you know, the engine overheating, you know, that we're smoking. So we pull over. And every, we pull over, call everybody. So this so, is an the LTV. The TV. Elm TV is an uh, 8 by 8 is that correct? 8 by 8 vehicle, it carries troops and shit. It's, it's a big fucking, truck. It's, big fucking yeah, truck. it's a big fucking truck. Yeah. And the way you check the engine on it is you raise the cab. Right, so the cab goes the, completely The cab over. goes completely forward, meaning the windshield is almost Hi-ya. touching the ground. Hi-ya. Hi-ya. Right. So we had our weapons with us, and... They weren't that secure in the vehicle when we lifted the cab. Wait, okay, so like uh, this is uh, your M four M sixteen? that was in the front cab. What mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Okay, with us on the way back to Borodoy from Pope, so we had them, and uh, as we were lifting the cab, you know, we're all back there trying to look at the engine, trying to get into that, and all we hear is a smash, oh, and uh, Sergeant McKay just looked looked at us and he goes. Guaranteed that was my rifle. Uh, guaranteed that was my weapon. This was you guys standing outside, like raising the cab, shoving the check. On the incident. side of the on the side of the uh, highway. Oh fuck, dude!
1: So, I gotta remember this because like we got back and I think First Sergeant was freaking the fuck out about this <laughs> shit, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Oh
0: no! It, uh, actually, Top was there.
1: I
3: uh, was oh, there and he, he got, got smoking here. <laughs> 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 Is this smoking? room? am <laughs> just putting you guys in. So, Sergeant Oliver, just, just uh, go back. Right? Let's just go back a second. Let's uh, go back. Uh, so, I was an E4 specialist, still am uh, currently. Woo! Uh, he fought off, you made go. After this, you <laughs> no, and, uh, Oliver, I miss you're going down. The oh, you're right. You're, you're so right. You're fucked. Uh, anyway, Oliver was my uh, squad leader, so he'd be uh, you're welcome. staff sergeant. And, you're And uh, the whole time, uh, every time we had anything going on, at the most inappropriate time, I would ask him, hey, is it cool for smoking here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he'd be like, i am like, you can smoke where the fuck you want. That was it, man. You never was. Okay, right <laughs> and that's how that was born, so I don't know. It just yeah. kind of stuck from there. <sighs> All right, so I got a question for uh, Greenland. Just <laughs> 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 a back memory. You remember the song?
0: Make my way downtown, Dropping fast. Faces fast and I down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, in our
1: defense, we made up lyrics for this song.
0: Oh, you're so bored. You're in the woods for just days, weeks, and it's so boring. You come up with some shit. Yeah. You really did. <laughs> I just had to play that real quick. So,
1: Greenlee, of course, served. We all served together. So, yeah. So. So just throw your line. Uh, Greenlee is uh, my dad.
3: He's also yeah, a- I'm,
1: I'm a professional dad. Yeah, He's my team sergeant dad. Yeah, because Granger doesn't do his fucking job, of course.
2: Uh, Dylan, there course. is a shirt at Walmart, and it says, uh, "My kids bought me the shirt." Ah. Just a heads up. You should. Buy I, said,
0: it. I should. I should. it's Father's Day?
2: No. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: It's, it's coming up. Oh, it's like, don't forget day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get
1: you a beer and a shirt. So at, hey. the time, so at the time, Greenlee was my team leader when I was in, and you were in my team. So wait, now, well, he was your temporary squad leader, is that right?
3: Oh, man, I don't know. It got so fucked up. For a while, I was a team leader, which should never happen. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked oh, up right there? there. We had an E5 <laughs> with the the guy. team leader. Stuff was going on. Oh, man. It was a... Uh, Damn, remember the drill? We
3: had three first sergeants and, like, yep. one that was staff good.
0: sergeant, that was two good. staff sergeants, including headquarters. That was March. March? Yeah. No? Yeah. Th- yeah. I think it was March drill. Three, uh... Okay. Which is very, like, it's random. The
3: random. Well, you're supposed to have... If we have you should teams, never we have three first sergeants. We, have we should team. have six staff three sergeants and three first first sergeants
0: sergeant. An E-5 as a platoon sergeant, an E-5 as a platoon leader in the same platoon. So we had three uh, <laughs> first sergeants, which are,
1: of course, first sergeants of the units, which... One, two were outgoing, and one was our first sergeant. Yeah, you're only supposed to have one. Yeah. But we have so three. people don't know that. You only should have one first sergeant. Yeah. But you've got three first sergeants in E8 position. It, it's like having three
0: bosses or yeah. three <laughs> presidents of the United States. You know, basically. Okay. which not in the like, other room without seeing the other one and being like, oh shit, what I'll do. Now? Exactly. You're like, oh. Um, <laughs> there's um, cops <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't hide. This is like, you're going to run into yeah. somebody high ranking. Like, what the
3: fuck do you do now? I mean, how many sailboat sets? Don't set sail with three captains, you know. Oh
1: yeah.
3: Just like too many, too many bosses.
1: That's way too much shit. It is.
3: Yep. <laughs> uh, but I got a question for uh, Um So you're a new E5. Come yeah. Forward. New dad. So now you got some, uh, some children. So with
0: this, okay. So this after I got out, or before? <laughs> uh, I got E5. You got E5 while I was still there. Uh, August. Yeah, About last year. Okay. Yeah. So there. go ahead with your question. Uh just. Tell me about it, man. How's it been? Um, what do you like? What do you not like? Well, I do not. There's a lot more responsibility, I'll tell you that. Uh-huh. You know, everybody looking you know, as an E4. You're looking up and everything. It's like, wonder what it's like to be an E5. And, you know, the whole time the E5s and NCOs are like, you don't want this. I guarantee <laughs> you don't want this. And as soon as it happens, it's like, ah, oh, shit, I don't want this.
1: <laughs> it is. It's
0: a good experience, though. You know, mm-hmm. So wait, so how long
1: after you got promoted, you were like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore? I want to say January drill. So Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so January that drill this year. Our yeah. AT drill. That was okay. the AT that we were called. Oh, yeah, see? And that's where I think a lot of like minds and shit turned, because in my 14 years that I served, I was like, I can't believe we're doing this shit. I mean,
2: that was the second at I went through with you, and the first one wasn't too terrible. The first one you were like, I mean, it sucks, but it's like manageable. But this one, you were just like, I'm done.
1: This is a combination (laughs) of like, okay, so we had we had a cadet who was our fucking platoon leader, Mm -hmm. Stearns. I'm sorry, dude, but you suck. That's why you got fired.
2: Then,
0: oh, uh, uh, sorry,
2: I'm just
1: being honest, dude. I can do that. Like, well, he's new. He, was he, was a, he was a learning, learning curve. Was very yeah. new. Like, he was young. He's new. He's susceptible. So, you know, we're out there, and he's in, of course he's in charge of us. He's our platoon leader. So he's planning our missions with the higher up leadership. And we're all, I'm already pissed off because it's my last at, and
2: mm-hmm. that might have had something <laughs> to do with that. that. Had a lot to do with
1: it. Like, and he's trying to send me out in this mission. And they're like, okay. Hey, I need you and your team, your squad, to go so many meters out. It was like a 1,000 meters out to this I remember OB. I was with you. I was with you. It was me an yeah, and yeah, you were there. I was there. Yeah, we'll so see. he oh, comes uh, up to me. He's like, hey, look, this is the mission. I need you to go to this OP. It's like a 1,000 meters out. Mm-hmm. And I just need you to plot a grid or something and uh, observe and drop two people. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like 8 o'clock at night. Oh yeah, and the terrain <laughs> is impossible. <but laughs> we're, we're in fucking but we're, we're in the middle of a bivouac site. You know, sleep in the night, like feel the rush. I mean, you're going downhill and uphill uh,
3: during the day. It's hard <laughs> to twist your ankle. Go at night, you're just gonna. It gives
1: me this <laughs> dagger, right? And honestly, I am not great with a dagger at all. Dagger, of course, it it's, it tells you GPS. It gives you your location and latitude, longitude. And I had no idea what I was doing with that. I'm like, look, man, I don't know this too well, but I'll do my best. I was already pissed off because it was late and we were still running missions and shit. And he's like, hey, I need you to go to this.
0: I'm like, Nobody can see shit. Nobody knows are what's you going, fucking, going on. Yeah,
1: it's late at night. I'm like, are you really going to ask me to take my guys that have been up all fucking day doing this shit to go out and drop to and run this fucking mission? Well, one of the
3: big problems with that, too, is like, all right. Because because he's new, and he, he's technically not a lieutenant yet, so he's got something to prove, you know, he's got to show and do a good job. Yeah. So because yeah. of that, you always get your best guys to do whatever needs to get done. So there's half the platoon that'll do all the workload, and those are the guys that are a little bit more... Who, uh, I guess you could say, like a little boy, better than a soldier. Whatever. Don't say that again. Don't, don't say worry. that word. We don't say that word around we here. Don't that. We don't say that word. <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> don't do that. But, but, but you got half the platoon <laughs> that, uh, they, they either, they're, they're not doing anything because they're not considered top tier. then the top tier guys are doing everything. Yeah. And so they get so worn out, they're like, fuck this, I want to go. And then you
1: got, well, that was the most of the guys that were dug in. Like, so we had to dig fighting positions, which, if you never dug a fighting position before, is completely overrated. It's not fun. You get a little fucking shovel and you dig in. Like, what was it? Like uh, a couple feet deep by a couple feet wide. Big enough for two people. So big. Just imagine a hole in the ground. Two people side by side. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to do
0: that except us. My favorite here. part was when uh, Stearns would walk Woo! up. He yeah. would always walk up to me and be like, Hey, have you seen uh, Oliver? Have you seen Oliver around? And I will look at Stearns and i will be like, I don't think you want to find Oliver right now. No. <laughs> I was like, don't talk to <laughs> that Oliver. Was a bad time. What do that, you need? That was a bad time to find me because I was already at that
1: point where I was like, if motherfucker comes up and you <laughs> I'm just going to snap. <laughs> oh, and it was—it's it, just—it was a combination of that. The first sergeant, the commander, mm-hmm. and then Colonel Erickson showed his stupid ass over there. Kept asking me about the reenlistment and all that. And I was like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore, man. I gotta get out of my
3: face. You know, when they want you to re enlist, they always go with the same line. How many years have you done? And you're like, oh I've done ten. They're like, Oh well ten more and you retire. (laughs) It's like it's always that number (laughs) that you
2: retire. That's still ten more years. That's what I said. It's
1: like, oh ten years, nothing,
3: right?
2: It's
1: not like it's two months. Here's the thing. When I first enlisted, I had no intention of doing twenty years from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I had no fucking idea what I wanted to do. Like I didn't know I wanted to be a combat engineer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I wanted to fucking make it to E six. I didn't determine that until, like, my fourth year in. It's like, okay, I've been at E4 for about two years now. I should probably do something. What am I and <laughs> in my career without, you know? Instead of being a dickbag my whole career. Damn, Stanley. <laughs> <late>. oh, <no.
3: laughs> I'm writing it out. I'm,
1: this okay. is the perfect position. i wrote it out for six years. Six years I wrote out the E4 Mafia. There you go. Got the will oh, boys. Godfather. Oh, God. oh, God. with it. And there was nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had... A I finally got to some good leadership my, uh, Sergeant Mounts at the time, Staff Sergeant Mounts, who's now a Captain Mounts. Like, oh, wow. What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do while you're here? What do you want to make of this? And I was like, you know what? Honestly, I don't, I don't fucking know. hmm So I've set a goal. All right, I want to make E-6. I want to see a combat tour, and I want to try to go to sapper school, which never made that, because I've never physically able to do that shit. You said sapper? Sapper school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's good. So, incredible. this was back in, like, 2007. He came out to me and he's like, "Hey, so what do you want to do? like?" Everyone had to do these little information sheets. Mm-hmm. Like you had to plan out what do you want to it's do. Like high school. You... No, no, no. It's just like where no. Do you... Like when you know how in high school it's like,
2: what do you want to do with your life? Basically, okay. yeah.
1: This was like, what do you want to do with your military career? What he do you set want to go? Yeah, to help you fill in between. And that's what they were trying to do. Okay. He was our training NCO, and he wanted us to, like he was the only one that really pushed us to try to do something. Okay. So and that's what it, I was like, okay. So I probably should set a goal. Mm-hmm. My goal is E6, Sapper School, and Combat Tour. Nice. I met two of those goals. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got mine out of it. After, like my ten, after I made my first 10, I was like, I'm good. I don't want anything else out of that. But then I had to make E6, of course, and I had to ring list, And I was like, all right, that's the last step is done for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, my last year in, they just really ruined me and threw me out. And I just gave uh, up. They do that
0: to you, man. It does. They wear you out. Um, What's your, what's your goal, Greenlee? What's my goal? I think I'm going to be a Sergeant Major of the Army. So you're going (laughs) to stick around? (laughs) you going to stick around? I I don't know yet. I'm just going with it right now. If you're going to be a Sergeant Major, you got to stick around. Yeah, you got to stick around for a while. How many years have you been in now? Eight. Wow, so oh, well, only 12 more and you'll lose. retire. Right? <laughs> 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 That's
1: the kid telling me, oh man, you're going to 13, you're going to make 14, six more years. That's six more <laughs> years. Uh, just six, years of life. six more <laughs> fucking years. Do you realize how long
0: that is? It's just like 10% of your life. It's all um, good. Like, like I, don't, I will pull your re-enlistments until I want to stop. <laughs> you're not getting me for a full six. Don't get me years. wrong. I love hanging out with the guys,
1: I love being around my people, but I do not like fucking going to drill like, being at drill, waiting late for drill,
0: any of that shit. One, one more January drill, and it's, it's Done. Oh, man. Done. I was like, nah, I don't want to <coughs> do, it. like,
1: just like, being there till five, six o'clock every day when you're not, and then you have to stay for leaders meetings as of that, like, I can't do this anymore, man. Oh, man. You've been standing around for three hours waiting on these fucking dudes to have their meeting and dismiss everyone. I'm just over the guard.
3: Completely. Um, love hanging out with the people. Probably my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, the a good part about it. Yeah. The dudes in, that go into it, I mean, you're going to have some shitbags, but most of them pretty nice guys, pretty down to earth, cool people, just like yourself. So it's always cool to meet cool people. Yeah. Oliver is uh, a
2: pretty cool dude. Oh. Uh,
3: <laughs> debatable. Uh, the worst part is when you know you're doing something... And you know it's just busy work.
0: Yep, that is the so, fucking worst. They're keeping us here because they have nothing else better to do. Oh yeah, like last I, drill.
1: We that's did, that's what they do, man. Yep. Oh man, Well last drill,
3: two drills ago, I, I went to Boar Garden and I was cleaning one one threes. Yep, but okay. you were. Uh, wait, 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 when was this last drill?
0: That no, was oh, April. Was I'm sorry, April.
3: two drills ago. Okay, okay. but the uh, the guys who stayed behind, um, they had to stay, pull out the. Um, what were those?
2: Uh, what were the trucks? I'm dying. Put oh, no, the air The Hemmets. The okay, they put out uh,
3: all the air filters of the Hemmets. Okay. And uh, our new platoon sergeant was uh, like, hey, uh, all these are deadline. These things had been changed forever.
0: And so he's Bratton probably right. Bratton, right? Yeah, and he's, he's probably Bratton right. Like,
3: you know, a lot of the shit is deadline. A lot of the shit probably should The, the air filters, filters look like...
0: They had John Holes missing out or something. Yeah,
3: and they're, like, rusted and stuff. So he's like, all right, we'll pull them all out, tag the trucks that need new ones. So we deadlined almost all of them. Wow. Two drills later, we come back. Those air filters have just been sitting in the rain. And he's like, Wait, wait, wait. So y'all pulled them out, and what did you do with them? Just put them in front of the
1: truck. He's like, oh, we're going to get orders in and fix it. But wait, so y'all left the unit without With them like, securing them or putting them away? Well, they're in the motor pool. No, 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 but uh, what I'm saying is they're sitting out in front of the vehicles. Yes. And y'all I left and was this, like... Apparently,
0: I, mean, yeah. I wasn't there. I and just, we were, was me me was and Taylor I were I there. actually in border But so this is under orders. You were like, just put it there and just walk off? They yeah. made the guys put them out in front to change them out, and they were going to change them out. Apparently, they never got changed out, and they told them to leave them in front of the vehicles. And then, two drills later, we come back out, and, you know, the are still on, and they're like, hey, just put them back in there. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, if we'll the problem
3: that. was bad, we just made it a lot worse. That's what we Just clean it out a
0: little bit. Yeah. Did it get
1: into the actual air cleaner? Oh, but they are sitting outside for, like... No, 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 What I'm saying is, like, did you have the air cleaner, like, so you had the big ring and, like, the cover that goes on the air cleaner box on mm-hmm. the vehicles. It mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Was that off?
0: Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? We <laughs> pulled it out. But I understand you pulled the filter out, but yeah. was it not covered back up? No, they did not cover them now back it, up.
3: There's was like the little caps were just sitting beneath where they probably should have been screwed on.
0: Yep. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. But
3: that's the kind of shit like you do that and it, it's... like all right, is this is- your major malfunction? <laughs> what is your
2: major malfunction? System? Also, we had
0: a wonderful time on April drill also because remember when we got back from Boregard, we immediately had to go into that... Uh, stress, oh, stress, stress, levels. stress <laughs> level, stress level briefing, right? Yeah, and we had to write on
1: pieces of
3: paper. Talking bunker. about <laughs> all
0: the, like, writing down goals and stuff like that. They gave us sticky notes. They gave us little sticky pads, and they were like, right, you know, so this this was April drill. Yeah, this was April drill, and we're all in the devag. Like we're all in the cafeteria. Area. And they ask us, the first question is, they get two sticky notes. They ask us the first one. It's like, pull out the first sticky note and write down what stresses you out. Everything about this fucking unit stresses <laughs> you out. No, it gets better. Because uh, we, had to pass them. Really we, had, we had to pass them up, and somebody had to read all of them out loud. Oh, so God. when you think about the guys at the unit, what they're going to write down for what stresses them out, <laughs> and then everybody has to read them outside to this lady. And, um... I oh, don't know, what were some of the good... Uh, the best were the second sticky note, which... How do you relieve your stress? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first one was like...
3: What stresses you out? And uh, the dude's reading it, and he's like, Drill, 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 <laughs> drill stupid
0: drill. people, NCOs. He says, drill, uh, LeCharty, drill. drill again. <laughs> <But> this this <laughs> is uh, why somebody uh, said LeCharty. <laughs> wait, 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 Somebody, like, physically out LeCharty and wrote it down on you the sticky, down notes. sticky notes. on sticky notes. is that you? No, no, I didn't write it down. I didn't <laughs> read it. <I> <laughs> we we, all know. we don't know. know. It's like, so, is there's a contour of sticky notes, there's a stack sticky notes, that stuff that stresses people out everybody's like, this is a stupid civilian driver. guy. This
3: <laughs> civilian guy they brought in, right? No yeah. civilian woman. Yeah, woman. She so does like briefings on how to relieve your stress, and basically don't drink to relieve stress. Yeah, it's don't drink like to relieve stress. stress is. Oh my so god. So we got
0: through that, and then the next question she asked is, uh, "All right, on the second sticky note, write down how do you relieve your stress? Right. Write down anything you want. So, uh, it got pretty interesting after that. It was like so uh, they read
1: some of the responses. Oh, they read all, all of them, all them out
0: loud. every single one of them out loud. So fill me in. What, uh, let's see. What was the more memorable ones that you can remember that were like, oh my What was God. it like a, uh, a nice a nice tall cup of Jameson and Pornhub? Yeah, a lot what? of Pornhub. Are Hubs. you kidding me? It was <laughs> like a streak of just <laughs> awkwardness the streak, with Big like, off
3: left-hand stranger ads. <laughs> <laughs> like Craigslist sex ads, uh,
0: meeting a pretty girl, just all kinds of like very... Uh, yeah. yeah, Craigslist, sex ads, was a good one. Oh, my God. Uh, it was like Backpage kind of yes. thing.
1: <laughs> Which got shut <laughs> down, by the way. I did. I saw the news. Oh, like like, no. Yeah, dude, they came like, uh, the, the law enforcement was on to them. They'd been, like, oh, following them. Man. Oh. They shut that bitch down, <sighs> Damn. I think. Backpage, so, oh, man, uh, this is where you meet hookers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Backpage right. was, like, that famous, like, uh, meet prostitutes kind of thing
0: okay. like on the Internet. Pretty much, it was, like... Um it was like a tender, but pretty much you—you're yeah, you're, like you're splitting so, sex okay. online. A tender, but you pay the girl exactly or guy, one and whatever, you to, whatever it you're it into. Well, you know, hey, you
3: like
1: what you like, man. That's it. So <coughs> January. So this is April drill, which I was already out. So January is my last one this year. April. So we're in May now. Well, this was, that was last month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Last. Oh, well, we had a May drill already. So yeah, you that's just had right. May We're drill.
3: thinking two drills ago, but it was okay. April. Yeah, that was it was April. April. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Or all right, right, all right, all got to get this out there. Let's get it out there. Current events. Is Kim Jong-un giving up the nukes? Oh, ah, my
2: goodness gracious. Man, I don't know.
3: That's,
2: uh... This took such an unexpected turn. I just,
3: I just wanted to bring it up. I don't know. You've been waiting, waiting on that one. Okay.
1: I saw you over <laughs> here.
3: I was right.
2: He was like, ha, 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 plotting this.
1: That was my nuke. I don't know, man it's hard to say <laughs> it was looking good for a while but now there's like uh, a lot of tension with the like they're supposed to have a summit next month I think uh yeah yeah we'll like a meeting so right. I think it's like I thought uh, he backed out uh, I think he threatened it he might
3: have backed out I don't mean, know yeah. let me call him real fast you got him on speed yeah speed
1: Kim what the
3: fuck is going <laughs> on oh, my God. Me.
1: okay so, so of course I'm not in anymore so where Stanley of course where do you see yourself like how many years you got left now Ooh, uh, about two and a half. So you got two and a half. Two and, years. and a half, and so <coughs> you could be, like you're on the you're on the list to get promoted. I'm
3: sure. Oh, I got no clue, man. I don't look at the list. So you didn't check
0: it. You're like I don't. Even know
3: I that. I don't think I'd even take
1: it if it was offered to me.
3: You're definitely um, about to
0: be a team leader. We're no. Guaranteed. <laughs> we only have like three NCOs.
1: So, so now you have only got you got two years left. Like. So you, what are you thinking? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna like? Where are you gonna go? What's what's your plan? All right, you're, gonna, you're in school.
3: Yes, yeah, about to graduate. Senior in college. Uh, so almost done with my degree. Um, but like I, I joined the guard. Probably like everyone else. Pretty hua. Yeah, <laughs> me
1: too. Uh, just <laughs> everyone did it. Sometimes it
3: was like the coolest fucking thing. And going through basic and AIT was the coolest thing. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the oh, color. dude,
1: loved, In in hindsight one of the best decisions you ever made oh absolutely I don't, don't I, I don't disagree with you there uh-huh. I just think I did not enjoy basic I think it's different for everybody though. it is I think I had more fun at AIT because it was more, a little more laid back mm-hmm. but back then like uh, it was like I don't know how like when y'all went in but it was drill sergeants all the way through yeah same but did it have that, like, but when we got to AIT, they weren't as rough on you as, like, basic training, because you have already been through all that yeah. shit, you know what I mean? It laid back, more like, all right, you worked all week,
3: Sunday you can go to church, or some people, like, you get passed. Yeah, we had passes, so, Pretty like... Pretty
1: chill, I got to call my family, like, that wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. So me and Kyle went to AIT together, because he was three weeks ahead of me, and, like, he went to Knox, I went to Jackson, so we met up in AIT in Leonardwood. Oh, nice. And so he was three weeks ahead of me, and, like... Uh, we ended up being like in the same room. Mm-hmm. They had like a senior bay where all the guys that have been there for whatever amount of weeks stayed, and I moved in with them immediately, which is cool. So.
0: Oh, sweet. See, yeah. yeah, we were OSAT. So yeah, like OSAT was like. I didn't have it. So, it, OSAT is uh, one
1: station unit training, one right? One station unit so training. So, you stay at the same place for both basic and AIT. <laughs> you have yeah.
0: the same drill so that's, nothing changes. So, something. that's
1: 18 weeks. Or was it 18 weeks? For I was 14 or 15. Total. Yeah. So basic and Nancy was 14 to 15 weeks total. Yeah. I think basic's so nine. So I think yeah. I did like, 10 and 10 because like uh, we had one week reception where you get in, you get your haircut, uniforms, and everything. Okay. So I think it was like 20 weeks total. Okay. Nine, okay. To nine. and nine. It was 10 and 10. Yeah. It was 10 mm-hmm. and 10. But of course, I didn't come in as a kind of engineer, so that was a little different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so we had one of the shortest training. So my original
3: plan uh, when I came in was uh, go through basic. Get tuition exemption, so I like can mm-hmm. enroll in college uh, without paying out of pocket for tuition. Yeah. And then uh, join ROTC and decide to uh, go the officer route. Make a career out of it. And you think about it, like officers, uh, starting salary for an one officer with zero years under the Senate.
1: Yes. Butter bar. Bottom total. $60,000 a year. Really? $60,000 a year. That's just commission. Like commission as an officer. Yep, commission wow. as an officer,
3: sixty thousand dollars a year. So on top, uh, the college benefits are insane. So if you
1: enlist, you don't pay tuition.
3: Yeah, yeah. I guy. had that when I
1: enlisted too. Yeah. So, but I didn't go to a traditional four-year college. So they were like, ah, you gotta go. If you go to a tech school, mm-hmm. you're fucked. You oh know, really? Yes. Oh man. But anyways, I'm sorry to cut in your story. No, no, you're good. Uh, but, but
3: if you join uh, ROTC, you get all these stipends. Like, at the, s- the school I go to, uh, you rent your textbooks. Right. But if you go through ROTC, they give you $1,000 every semester to oh. go buy your books. So Even ROTC, though you rent them. This, this is a different school. You were going to LSU for
1: that. Though, oh, right? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when I, I came back from basic,
3: I decided to go enroll at Southeastern. Uh, that's where my parents went to school. they long. Ah, okay. So I wanted to go there, too. Um, and anyway, so you get thousand uh, dollar stipend straight in your pocket you get uh, all kinds of uh, like kickers and stuff on your GI bill basically you make this like great money to go to college you get paid to go to college um, and uh, that's what I wanted to do and I enrolled at the RTC uh, unit over there or classes over there it was a new program. And uh, I thought this was, like, going to be the best decision ever. And, uh... Well, are up. you wrong. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> it was... Every time I think something is the best decision ever, it happens to be the worst decision right? ever. Right? It's funny. Oh. It,
0: yeah. Your, your mind just says it's going to be amazing, and nothing can go wrong with this. And as soon as it happens, it's like...
2: Actually, oh, I think wow. the only decision I've ever made in my life that was like, this is the best decision ever, there's two of them. Oliver and my dog. All <laughs> the
0: Got the dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Everything else, I'm like, oh. So how
1: long were you in RTC before you're like, ah, this is stupid.
2: Uh, I
3: finished about half a semester, and I decided I want to drop.
1: And <laughs>
3: <laughs> I told, the class was like three people. One of the dudes was a combat veteran. He had two tours in like the Philippines, one in Iraq. That's not a combat tour. I'm sorry. No, well, he said there was some crazy Philippines, shit. Philippines, no. Uh, well, he worked intelligence, so I doubt uh, he was a combat veteran. No. But he still went overseas. Yeah. So, okay. and he was a staff sergeant, so a little bit more, more experience. Okay. Uh, and uh, he was telling me, um, well, I told him I was like, yeah, dude, I, I do not want to do this. I want to drop. And uh, that day, the guy who ran the class was a lieutenant. He called me and he's like, hey, uh, don't drop. Uh, we really need the numbers right now, so just stay in. You're getting an A. Oh, suck at this. So he never <laughs> went <laughs> to a class. Got the A. Wow. Um, okay. but, but the reason is like the class was like. All right. First test. This will be our unit test. Uh, we're gonna write all the ranks on the board. Like, what? What? Like, Excuse me. This is how you all train officers. Like,
1: I was so. so this is off. like this is like all the army enlisted and officer ranks. It was just. Uh. Well, this is anyone who wants to take the class. No, 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 the the test was. Oh yeah, yeah. You just write like same thing
3: a private does when he's at reception reading that little blue book. You uh, know how they uh, learn every single rank. Well, uh, that was your college test. Like this, you said, Oh, wow, wow. Exactly. And then uh, it's like, all right, unit two, we're going to learn about disassembling the rifle. I was like, oh, my gosh. All right, I've done all this shit. Like, a private coming out of basic training knows more than an MS-1 and MS-2. It's MS-1 a, and MS-2. It's MS college, see cadets,
1: right? Yeah,
3: MS-1 is your first year as a cadet as a freshman in college. MS-2 is a sophomore in college. It oh, makes it so up. much sense now. Exactly. Wow. So now <laughs> when you see, like, cadets walking around and you're like, oh, well, maybe they should know something, and you talk to them and they don't. Uh, that's why, because you don't learn anything. Well, uh, think about—it's a recruiting tool.
1: Think about our th- previous PL. I'm not going to mention who came out of a military college. Okay. So, and didn't know a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You, I know. I know. Y'all remember that? I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have to elaborate. We're going to put it on blast or mm-hmm. anything. No But <laughs> you can tell. You can obviously tell somebody who's been through training. and Someone who's been to a military colleges.
3: Well, experience is the best teacher. Absolutely. And then uh, it was just so much dumb shit, like uh, marching around school in my uniform. But then, like, a lot of these people didn't have uniforms because they were just, like, civilians taking a class. Ah. And these are people who are so naive, they haven't thought through the military. Zero years of experience. People weighing upwards 230 pounds, 240 pounds, big people, like, oh, I'm going to get a second retirement. But they have no, no clue what the military is like. It's wait, 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 So these people, are like, so... These they, are students. These people that,
1: okay, so civilian students that are taking take, the ROTC course. Taking the course, but, but it's all lumped in together. But they're not meeting, like, there was no way they were going to meet Army standard, like, AFP, AF, APFT-wise. Not right? currently, but you
3: could see them just as they start dropping the flies. Like, we're doing land nav. Very uh, simple task. Man. Everyone in basic training does that. Right. Uh, these people are pulling out their cell phones. They're using GPS to find the, the comments of course. Right. But yeah. I'm just like, why? How hard is it to just read a map, shoot an azimuth,
1: and walk that See, You like, you say that, but there's a lot right. of people that have been in the military a long time. That still can't do land that. But it's it's an easy like this is not a difficult. No, absolutely. This is basically a wide open field
3: with like two roads that fork. Right. So you should be able to find everything because if you just look up from the map, it's probably right in front of you. So (laughs) if there's a trail in front of you, you guess what? You might want to follow it. That's indeed, and it just frustrated me to no ends.
1: it was just—it was just insane. Was I, just, you only did like a half semester at ROTC, right? Well, now. I finished the course. I just okay. quit showing up. I've, I've heard a lot of people
0: things. at ROTC actually do not join the military at all. Yeah. I, I, I believe that. I
1: think you just go just to get the extra credit, yeah. right? They're
0: just doing it as a class, right?
3: Yeah, and I was hell bent on like, oh, I'm gonna be an officer. Like, this is what I want to do we, with my life. Then you realize
0: like
1: that's probably a dumb
0: idea. Okay? Yeah, well, we <laughs> And
3: then being at the unit, <laughs> I, oh, yeah, you kind of like see fit. all the bullshit. Like, we're not doing anything. Yep. We're just sitting around for hours, but we have to be here. And, and if you're not
1: sitting around in the correct way, you get smoked. Yeah. Like, just even oh, holding up God. a wall, to get mad. But what else do you want to do? Because look, I don't believe in hip pocket training. You're waiting for oh, you're,
0: you're waiting for an email to get typed for four hours. Yeah. Well, during that four hours, somebody is talking, so the email doesn't get typed. Yeah. But yeah. for four hours, they're finally like, all right. Let me send this email. So you right. left. You left uh,
1: RTC, and need, so now you decide. And so you got two years left. You're just gonna two and a half leave. years left. Um, Move on.
3: Graduate. When we graduate college, uh, I see... I don't really see anything in me as a yeah.
1: lower-enlisted soldier. I don't uh, like I just... The way the military and the army and any of the branches are headed, direction is headed, I think it's probably, like, if you're going to get out, now is a good time. Yeah. Excuse me, because it's just so now, much uncertainty. I would go back in... Through OCS oh, as great. an officer. Okay. Once I finish
3: my degree, right cool. now I, I could go. I qualify for OCA, OCS. Right, right. You only have to have ninety credit hours. I was to about go. to say,
2: could you like? Could you get out and then rejoin as an officer? Is uh, that, like, a thing?
1: There is one thing you can do. You can be an IR and come back in and, like, go green to gold, I think that's what it's called.
3: Yeah, they have that. Or if you have two years left on your contract, you don't have to extend. Yeah. You can just go straight to OCS. Gotcha. Um, but that's a two-year two commitment to be an officer. officer uh, right, right. Started, so, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> if I did on. officer, it probably would not be through the guard. It would be active duty. That's Only what I do, like a real job. I don't want to show up
1: and be like ready to work and have no
3: work to do. But well, here's the thing, That's though. That's not so what I want to do.
1: You got to gotta realize this, though, because if you go out to duty, you're going to be doing it every day. So mm-hmm. you're always going to have a task, mm-hmm. and you're always going to be either doing PT or if you're an officer, of course, you're going to be in planning every day, mm-hmm. and you're going to be leading troops. So, yeah, I mean. You, you have a job. Well, no, yeah. matter, no matter what MOS you choose to go in, like whether it's engineer, infantry, signal, whatever, you're going to be doing something all the time because you're active duty it's yeah national guard of course just too much white space to fill as we
0: call it yeah but there's nothing to do so way too much white space like as in for example january wouldn't have been so bad what made it worse was one you can't predict weather yeah. but two being that there was so much poor planning and white space that we weren't really doing anything but just sitting around around. around. yeah we sat around and suffered so what we mean by white space is like
1: so you're not supposed to have like gaps in the training schedule where you're just sitting around all the time and that's white space where you're not doing anything there's nothing planned for that block of time this happens every Fucking drill. Well, I, and I'll tell you why. There's no because when we run it, like we'll have a big task for the day. Like today, we're
3: gonna shoot the fifty cal. Right. But not everyone's gonna shoot the fifty cal. We, we don't have enough rounds. Yeah. Or, yeah. Absolutely. You know, people. We don't have enough time. So only a certain amount of people are gonna shoot it. But then we're gonna take all the NCOs who are like your leaders. I mean, they're gonna work the range. Yeah. So you got today. the people who are actually working, firing, are gonna be there. And then everyone who has like experience and good knowledge to they spread, they're gonna be there too. And then the other half is just going to be kind of sitting around with the twirling their
1: thumbs. Yeah. Because there's nothing... It happens all the time. Yeah. It's not like it's just the way the guard works. I think we've got accustomed to that. You know what I mean? Mm. And it wouldn't be that bad if they would just
3: relax on some of that stuff a little bit. Like okay. All right, if I have a book, just let me read the book because I have nothing else to do. Yeah. You know, why? Why would you just find a bullshit task? Like, why are we going over land nav if everyone here can do land nav? Yeah. Like,
1: right. I think it's one of those... Uh, You know, task that if you don't do on a consistent basis, you lose the actual. I say, give me a test. If I pass it, don't bother me. Yeah, (laughs) let me go do something
3: else. But some guys
1: guys can, like, do it once and know it, like, by the book. Some guys do it once a year and can't even remember how to hold a fucking compass correctly. But, see,
0: yeah, we got, that's one of the main things that we got pulled on. I think I was, we were in the field in February. And uh, <clears throat> they were actually pulling the NCOs aside, and they were taking the youngest enlisted, you know, the, the lowest enlisted, and we would have to go with them in front of the commander and top. And they would give, you know, there'd be a series of tasks of like what to do and right, best, right. and it's like a little test to see what they knew. Program a yeah. radio, uh, yeah, yeah, just do stuff like yeah, that. that. Let's Plot this point real quick. it's just basic yeah. shit that your
1: leadership should be teaching right. you, which yeah. I should have been teaching you guys. I tried to, but right. Sometimes it
0: doesn't work that way, right? Yeah. And so, it was uh, I was surprising that some you know some people didn't know anything about. Yeah. And it's talking about like the, the new, like brand new, fresh guys that literally just got out of basic. Well,
1: I think that from when we went in, you know, newer guys are getting different training. Everyone's getting different training. So mm-hmm. right. back when we were enlisting, when I was in in two thousand four, like we got everything, like. Like hands on training. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Singar radios, like hand programming shit, all the weapon systems. Like, we're seeing. Y'all aren't seeing half the shit that we were seeing, you know what I mean? So it's, Yeah. I think it's different for every guy, but still you should get the same basic training. Well, does. it would make more sense if they did, like,
3: individual testing. Yeah, Because you could always slip through the, t- the cracks. Like, when we were in basic, it was, like, teams of four. Right. So only one person had to know how to do landmatch. Right. And the other people could just walk in the woods. That's so true. So, yeah. like, think about why not just do individually. Yeah. You go out there. And then, if you don't come back, I know you don't know it. So you got to think about it. it bring well, in yet. that's how
1: yeah. you're more. You got to think about that. Like you have nine weeks to compress. Oh yeah. All this <laughs> training in. So then you're thinking you're talking about extending basic and AIT, yeah. but is
3: not But the army has a terrible chronic problem of trying to shove a ton of information into tiny bits of time. Mm-hmm. Like you look at like stuff like Ranger School. I've never even attempted it. I would never do it. But the amount of information you have to put in your brain in that short time. It's really unfeasible in my mind. I extend it like special forces. Yeah. If you ever look at their training, it's more like a 14-week program. You work your ass off for five days, and you might have the weekends off. Mm-hmm. So shit like that like makes more sense to me. Make it longer. I'm sorry, I said 14 weeks. It's like two years. There's, there's well, yeah, you
1: got to think about they go through like three three stages of training, but they had also have to go through Q course and Selection. Yeah, and yeah. Selection alone so is like a job, specific, and then their language training and yeah. all that shit. So it's like three and a
0: half-year process. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So... But so shit like that, like, so, so you have, so you, so you already decided, of you're either gonna go officer, active duty, or just get out. I'm definitely gonna get out, and then if I just didn't go decide to want to go back, I would go back. Not in the guard, I'd probably right. go active. So, greenly you have, you want to go sergeant major, so you're gonna stick around for a while, right?
0: Well, I was, I was kind of more of a choking side of sergeant uh, major. No, no, no you Clark. said it. It's no. That's how you're in, man. Yeah. I I would wanna stay in but I probably wouldn't wanna try to get a sergeant major. I'd uh I don't know. I think um, I think E seven, E eight is a good yeah. is a good rank. See like um, I, I felt
1: good at E six, squad leader, you're right. You're just enough involved with training the hands on that mm-hmm. you have just enough responsibility. But I think when you get to E seven man, it's really when you step away from everything, you're yeah your whole job is just supervise and you and training like Mm -hmm. planning and all that shit and i didn't want any part of that so i i don't know yeah it's not for everyone but if you want to do that man more props to you you have what how many years left now uh on this contract december so you have december of this contract and you gotta decide what you're gonna do from there right you're right yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay cool well I, i think that's pretty much wraps up our segment so i think we have some questions to take is that right
2: we have so many questions. Alright, so let's uh
1: go ahead Actually, and... sounds like a good time to me. Oh my goodness,
2: <laughs> you guys are we have like six or seven questions. Cool. So go ahead. all right, so Go with it. Oh my goodness. Shit, Brandon out of Houston asked, What was the best and worst thing about being deployed?
1: Ooh, best thing about being deployed? Um,
0: oh. being away from
1: all the bullshit, I guess. I'm to
0: say it's Less stressful. Yep. You don't have to worry about bills. You, you and wouldn't pay. Like, you wouldn't think and... it, but you don't have to worry about
1: anything but staying alive and. That's it, basically.
0: Right? There's no, there's no bills and worrying about yeah. car payments and right. worrying about if your rent's getting paid. Or all your know, shit's like on hold, so you right. do not that bad.
2: So
0: they, they can literally put your like rent payments. on? Oh up. yeah, everything, uh, everything. So you all get, your Yeah, you get you get uh hazard duty pay, you get oh, yeah. combat pay for some, you get like and then plus your pay. Then plus you're never going out spending money on yeah, not yeah. Money. yeah. you're not filling up your car, no. You're not buying groceries. You just check your bank out whenever you could and then be like yeah. more money and it's like oh hello there
2: alright okay. so what's the worst thing about being deployed
0: ok so it's different for every person yeah that's, on,
2: that's why he depending does. on what
0: you do but it's I think being away from your family is one of that's the one that's the a big, big one. thing yeah that's a big one it's like like we we said when I ago, it's like your life freezes yeah so, like, you know, everything. Their life doesn't freeze. Their life keeps going. You, you, you know? You're over there. You're over there for a certain amount of time. When you come back, that certain amount of time has passed and everything has changed. When you yeah, back. everyone's moved on but you. Yeah. Everything yeah. has changed.
3: When I went to basic and AIT, I was only gone like 14, 15 weeks. When I came back, like, found out uh, my grandma was like, in the hospital oh, and all kinds of stuff happened. Did the tell you that?
2: that's the worst thing Well, that I, I, I did
1: ask them not to tell me because what do you
2: going uh, oh, yeah. to do? Yeah, Yeah. You know. yeah then you're stuck
1: no, there. Yeah. You get a message, you have to go home yeah. and you're stuck there. For,
3: but you still got to go back and finish yeah. the training. I was so like, you know what, just let me finish it, rip the band aid off. Yeah. But when you come back, it's like, oh man, all this shit happened. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's
0: I say uh, another bad thing is shit in a border body. 100 weather. Yeah, it's
2: not fun. I don't think I'd ever want to do
0: that. Not sleeping in your own bed. We Peeing in
2: that? a porta potty is enough for me. I'm good. Sleeping <laughs> in
1: like a shared bed that's like, away from your own. Like so, a lot of times we slept in our somebody else's bed. which is kind of fucked up. But, but.
2: Okay, what is what is a shared bed? Like you have to share it with somebody. So like or? so
1: imagine this like uh.
2: Is it like a twin bed that you have to share so with we, someone else?
1: No no no. So this is other units you have to share this with. Like, we were like we had our own base, but. We had spent a lot of time on our own base. We went to other people's
0: bases, so we slept in other people's beds. So it was when you mo- when you moved around, like yeah, yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be there. So, so, you so you're sleeping in someone else's yeah, place. Yeah, you need somebody else. Uh, you <laughs> need somewhere to sleep. Yeah. So you, it's yeah. like a transit. <laughs> transit. When's the last yeah.
3: time those sheets have been washed?
1: <laughs> well, there was no sheets. It was just <laughs> was oh, it was a yeah, it was awesome. mattress. Oh, great. Yeah, That's why you always <laughs> carried you whooby with you okay. wherever you went. There so you go. Wrapped the mattress.
2: Oh, so my
0: sleeping bags so <laughs> our next one
2: we got oh my goodness alright Hunter out of Jacksonville asks uh, best and worst MREs oh,
0: ooh uh, vegetarian
1: the vegetarian the veggie, veggie omelet veggie omelet that's, hey, that's your worst. best the, vegeta- the worst
0: the worst, yeah. the worst the vegetarian omelet I will agree 100% oh, on that that's we used to make people eat that it's like a punishment. Oh, <laughs> yes.
2: that's a punishment really? I <laughs> think <laughs>
0: the best one was
1: the chicken fajita one. I like no, no, Chili Mac. Chili Mac, Chili Mac. Chicken fajita is actually someone really
2: actually good. responded to this question and said, Chili Mac and Japanese cheese, hands down the best. All oh, I like
1: the fajita one, and the tuna one wasn't bad. I don't like tuna. Oh, oh, tuna too, too, too. Too. No, wait, I take that back. The buffalo chicken one. Was
0: phenomenal. I'm
2: it was gonna say we had, there was a there was a there was a Buzzfeed
0: video you know, so about MREs. The Buffalo. The only go to every time she's tortellini. See, that's okay. not bad either. But yeah. I
1: I love the Buffalo Chicken one because it was like. Uh, Tortillas and it came with the buffalo, like shredded chicken, and you mixed in the hot sauce, buffalo sauce. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, it's cool. crazy how you become a chef with those in yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing with that? Yeah. <laughs> do you them And this <laughs> is <dropping>, some <this laughs> hot sauce yeah, in there. and good, picking man. up ants and putting them in and shit. Good. Yeah. the process. Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Katie out of Jacksonville, my mother, <laughs> asks, Hey, Mom. If you could do it all again, would you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Oh, I would.
2: Definitely?
1: Absolutely.
3: I would assign for less than six. I think four years would have been appropriate. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> you'd, you'd still oh,
3: again. I'd almost be out right now. Uh, but yes, absolutely. I'll be I would have been mean, out a long time ago.
1: Best decision ever made. Absolutely, yeah.
3: He uh, we also
2: go. asked what would you change about your service?
1: You know, honestly, I wish I would have researched a little bit more before I got in. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I only joined because two of my friends joined. So
2: I was
1: I <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I, I, had, I, couldn't t- like, I had no idea how the military worked. I mm-hmm. didn't know anything about ranks, MOSs. I picked an MOS. I had a bonus. Yep. And he was doing the same thing. <laughs>
0: That's the only reason why I did it. I, yeah, I joined because of family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So my
1: best yep. friend joined and his friend joined. So all three of us joined in the same unit. And we both, two of us, did the same job. He picked another job, but I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And now that I look back on it, I wish I would have gone like tried something hard, like special forces. Or, oh wow, yeah. you're gonna be more who? Are. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if oh, you're gonna do am. it, man, fucking go hard, go ham. See, I'm happy I went through, but I'm glad. Look, don't get me wrong. I'm <laughs> happy with being a combat engineer, mm-hmm. got the experience that I had because there's a lot of guys that'll never experience that because they're always like. So they picked something
3: simple yeah. because to college. I, I get that. That's cool. Do mm-hmm. what you do. I, don't, I See, don't blame you. I should have listened to my parents on this one. Mm-hmm. My grandpa is an Air Force veteran, and he was in uh, Vietnam. He uh, was stationed in Thailand. Oh. And so he just, you know, worked a normal job, and on the weekends went out and partied said he had a great time. Vietnam was kind of a good experience for him. He yeah. said he uh, learned a lot and uh, wasn't that bad. So, so shit like that, I wish I would have done. Yeah. Like maybe be a crew chief, something in
1: aviation, Maybe it's funny air you mention that because like I brought it up in the first episode. But my, my growing up, I told my grandmother I always wanted to be an air force pilot, and yeah. I and I lost that vision completely. Yeah, when growing up, as like I got like 10, 11, 12 like, I don't know what happened to
0: it. Yep. Yeah. I was uh I was actually on the phone earlier on uh, my Verizon agent. I was talking to him, and uh, he knew I was military. And he was like, "Well, yeah, I was. I'm part military." I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." He goes, "Yeah, my MOS was forgot what he said his MOS was." But I was like, "What's that?" He goes, "It's not. And it's not uh, MOS anymore. And they deleted it because it was absolutely yeah. It was a stove operator. It what was like, it was what like that? a stove mechanic. It would go around the d and fix stoves. So what? back. When, so
1: I I can get that because back whenever I joined, they had these mobile like kitchens that they would drive out to the field for these guys and cook on. Oh, nice. So that makes sense. Like, yeah. Wow. It's, it's crazy. That's like its own job. You think that was? That
3: like. Was, I can't believe uh, that's, that's <laughs> its own MOS job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what wow. we learned about like debt card? Yeah. Like,
0: they you, would like, learn about something else. It was something, it something, was it was something <laughs> weird. It was yeah. like a 31 papa or 31 oh God, something. I was like, <laughs> no. Hey,
3: that's a, that's a task for next time. We need to figure out some weird MOSs. Yeah. Yes. Some extinct ones. That could be a Bring something. those back.
2: I can Google
1: that for you. Yeah. There we go. What
3: you got next?
2: Alright, so we have another question out of New Jersey from Leslie and Jack. They ask... I love
1: you guys. <laughs>
2: They're the best. Most people understand vets with skin have a more difficult time transitioning to civilian life. So if you were in charge of the VA, what Ooh. would you do to improve life for those vets and vets in general?
1: Okay, first of all, the VA is a fucking scam. Fire everyone. Yeah, uh, You know, mean house. house. Get rid of everyone. Everyone and restart. From the ground up. Here's the thing the Veterans Affairs have been around so long, they have this system of compiling files that are not in the computer. Like, their, their computer system is like, I can't even imagine how outdated it is. <laughs> Nothing is digital, it's all on record, like paper. They need to fix that. They, right.
3: I got a, uh, a suggestion. Go for uh, it. Man. Okay, so the VA. No one wakes up as like a says, you know what? I want to go work at the VA today. You know, <laughs> no one's goal in life, life is like, I'm gonna get a degree in VA, whatever. medical care. medical <laughs> care. VA, fuck up these people's paperwork. No, uh, I think the VA should be hired entirely out of retired veterans. Uh, so that way it's not just some dude sitting at a oh, desk I was say Looking thing. at some guy's paperwork Doesn't know this guy Doesn't have any like relationship with him Just some dude looking for a government job Nothing wrong with having a government job But if it was a veteran I feel like they might have a little bit more sympathy A little more empathy for these people Because they were there, they kind of went through some shit and that helps. If you know, uh, the unemployment rate right now is about 5%. About okay. 3% of that are veterans. I, unemployment, I'm right. not a veteran,
2: but I know about unemployment. But
0: How about it? The, like, the, so the population of homeless?
2: Oh, homeless veterans oh, yeah. right now yeah. is oh, that yeah. completely in general. Me. Not even right now, just a general state.
0: I was going to touch on what you were saying mm-hmm. about being run by uh, you know prior service veterans. Mm-hmm. It could even actually be run by like active duty. Like active yeah. duty who actually knows what's going on with it until and, you know? somebody's like, going for a job. Look at, like, okay,
1: so with our unit, of course, they were trying to train us on decontamination, surf, which is called surf P. Yep. Yeah. Totally not our uh, job. Uh, but not, totally that. not our job. But, look, they literally have an entire job for that that they, like, specifically people go into the military for. Yeah. There's so a why typical t- unit. Thank you. Either. So why can't they take... Uh, like, all this money that we spent. Like, look at the defense budget. $700 billion we spent on the defense budget. Yeah. Why can't we appropriate some of that money to train soldiers to specifically be Veterans Affairs workers? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, you're serving. You're learning, like, exactly what, like, like bring some of these combat veterans that are retired in and, like, let them be, like, you know, those psychiatrists, therapists, and talk But then that.
2: you also have to think about it as, like, bringing someone in that is a combat veteran. But it, their PTSD it, 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 that
1: doesn't necessarily be a combat veteran. Like, bring soldiers in that have been through BASIC and AIT and mm-hmm. understand the military mm-hmm. lifestyle. Because a lot of these VA representatives have never touched, never served, never been in. You could
2: get a lot of the ones that, like, okay, so you know... I know it sounds bad, but you know, like a lot of the guys that go in to join the military and just don't make it through basic or boot camp, and they're just mm-hmm. they just they can't do it physically or mentally. You know, they could they could be switched over to being someone that could like sit down with you and more along the lines of try to figure out the understanding. I think I
1: think I think you have to at least make it through basic in AIT to actually be in the to mindset emphasize. to emphasize what
3: a okay, it's like man. a brotherhood
1: kind of in a way or sisterhood right.
3: and got, so, yeah, but mean. i
2: know there's, there's there's like some people that get through it and they're just like i can't stand being yelled at like uh, I, I can't I get, get that but, but
1: if you can't make it you shouldn't work for the va okay you know i feel like you should have to be able to emphasize with guys and girls that have been through yeah. basic because mm-hmm. you go through some kind of stress disorder through basic and mm-hmm. anti, Everyone go through some different shit, so I
3: thought. I, I, I got a, I got another uh, thing, uh, just a suggestion on how we could improve the situation. Um, part of it is, I feel like when you go to your unit. You can't be scared of your boss, yeah, you know, because absolutely. then you're trying to you work. You're walking on thin ice, you know. You might be scared of deploying or whatever, and then your sergeant's right, right threat. Right. So you're constantly in a high stress situation. You're not cool with the guy ahead of you, like Sergeant Greenlee. You're my dad. You're my team leader. But <laughs> we have we <a laughs> love son. Chill relationship.
2: Daddy's it's, gonna buy you what? shirts that
3: say "Daddy." He buy <laughs> me something for I'll, Day. I'll get you a shirt or something. Holy shit. Um, that's but, but
2: but part partly
3: that I think that's why some people have such a terrible experience with the military. Because yeah, yeah. there are NCOs that I know and you guys probably know too, you would not want to be under them because it's so, so hard cool. on you. Right. And so it's like
1: you're constantly you hate going to work, you hate your boss, yeah. you hate what you're doing, you're scared, uh very high stress environment. But that's what the military is, it's a job. It's you're doing a job and I understand that completely. Like you're yeah. right, completely. It's a it's you don't want to go into a hostile environment where you feel mm-hmm. like you can't Be yourself around, and Mm -hmm. at the same time, like I can't approach my boss because he's so unapproachable. Right, and then like a lot of the shits, like it's like we deal with them though.
3: That's yeah. C4, that's shape charges, that's yeah. explosives. Like, If you don't know what you're doing, you need to ask the question. Exactly. So you can't be scared to ask the guy ahead of
0: you. The way I look at it, if you're going to be a dick to your soldiers and everything like that, you know what are they going to do for you down the road? Exactly. If you're not exactly. cool with them, they're not going to work with you, or they're not going to do anything for you when you need it.
3: Yeah. And a lot of people just have that new E5 mentality. And the problem is, it starts in basic. Uh, your drill sergeants are known as being hard asses. Yeah. So the whole time when you get your E5, you finally work up. You're either one of two ways. You're either,
1: I'm not going to be like that, or that's how it's supposed to be. That's how they were. That's how I'm supposed to be. I'll tell you that because you're right because experiences do vary. I came from a lot of shitty leadership when I enlisted. Okay. My first unit, I did not have good leadership at all. And I look back at it now, I'm like, uh, I can't. Like, How did that turn out? That's how I turned out so bad my first six years in my Mm -hmm. career because – if it would have been I had a stronger leader then maybe I wouldn't have been a shitbag my first yeah. four or five years yeah. of my life you know and, and then uh, the only other thing I would say to that
3: is uh, we don't talk about mental health uh, we never do it's, it's almost like a social problem it's taboo it's yeah we're guys you you, you don't you, you know you don't go to the hospital yeah. you don't ask for directions Right. you always drink a beer you don't drink wine okay. uh, same thing cool. you don't talk about your mental health So but if you did my next question. I feel yeah. like it would help I think it's a huge problem. If you could just drill that into their heads in basic, like, if you have problems, talk to us. They kind of do with ACE. I I think they're getting better with that now. I was about to
2: say, that falls into my next question from Matt in New Jersey. He asked, do you think if mental health wasn't so stigmatized, more veterans and soldiers would talk about their PTSD and mental health?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) For sure. Okay, so I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to, like, if you're offended, I don't care. But <laughs> men are raised to not, like, so soldiers are not, uh, men, soldiers are not, are trained not to show emotion, are yeah. trained to be tough, trained to be mentally, physically fit, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you're not, the you, you don't want to show that weakness yeah. in your mind, right. body. You don't want to be that guy, because you don't want to be the one that's the weak link in the chain right. of your unit or your squad or your team, so this is, like... Inbred it in your mind as you're going to training day, mm-hmm. suck it the fuck up, drink water, drive on. Yeah. This is what we teach our guys. It's
3: and that's needed because if you go overseas, yeah. you can't just break down and cry. You got to finish absolutely. the job. Absolutely. And but when you're back on base, I feel like you need to relax. Yeah, when you're back in
1: like garrison environment, yeah, absolutely, you need to be able to communicate with other people, your guys, your, yeah. your leadership. And I've seen it firsthand. You go overseas and you get into some shit, and I have. I'm very emotional. I'll be the first one to tell you that I don't contain emotions very well. And, and part of that is because of the experiences I've been through, not only my military career, my emotions, civilian life.
2: That's you mm-hmm. is, is... Right.
1: So, look, right. Oh. if you are struggling with something, for God's sakes, talk to somebody. Anybody. Yep. No matter no, how out. hard it is drilling, because I've had, like, I, don't, I avoid the VA at all costs. Mm-hmm. I won't be the first to tell you that I don't trust them. I've had so many problems just getting, getting, like, I can't even get my doctor on the phone sometimes, Mm. you know, to get an appointment. Do you actually
2: have a doctor
1: at the VA? No, not anymore. Fuck, I can't get the lady to turn my phone calls. And that's that's a huge problem with just the VA system in general. Mm. And it takes me going to, you know, um, SRP. And PHA, periodic health assessment, talking to talk into a, a major who doesn't even know who I am. you just be like, checking boxes. right these those people. Man, I went to the
3: dentist this last PHA, and they were like, holy shit, who did your chart? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, some guy. And he was like, he says you have all these teeth. You don't have these teeth. Right. <laughs> Imagine are Don't get he? me and started on that. Crazy.
1: These guys are supposed to be checking you out every year and making sure you're okay. And that's the big problem. is Like, I go through behavioral health every time I go when Uh I went, and, like, I meet the same guy, same major, every time, and I've told him a couple years in a row, like, look, these guys aren't returning my phone calls, I can't get the VA outpatient on the phone, I'm having problems. Like, oh I'll work it out I'll get with you next and month And they don't work it out and They and just kind of brush better. it off Yeah
3: Well I feel bad for those guys too Because they might yeah. see A thousand people In I, I five there. hours But part of that Is the Army's thing again Is they want to meet These daily timelines should so That shouldn't take longer everybody that's They are responsible, using your
1: own, like, they're, they're responsible responsible For you You signed up Like he's above you He's in your chain of command now He's responsible For your welfare And
0: yep. well being So let me that's tell that's you About cool. my last PHA experience Dental wise um. Show up. Okay. For people that don't know, PHA is it's going to be a day long thing. It's going to be not too day. Yeah. Two It's going to oh, no. be a while.
1: Oh, okay, so, so so the PHA periodic health assessment. We do this every year. And if you have guys that don't get regularly checked for their dental,
0: dental work is the big thing. Dental. and okay, yeah. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah. We actually have a, a PHA next drill. Ah, well. oh, we got another one. There you go. Um, in June? Yep, in June. <sighs> yep, that's coming up. Uh, anyways, I I get to dental, clear out all my other things. There's a checklist. You gotta go through and get all your stuff. So talking. dental and like um, hearing are like the two big ones that take yep. forever. I get to dental. Okay, I save dental for last every time because it's always a wild card. You don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, get to dental. And uh, the first guy looks at, looks at me and everything, marks down a lot of stuff and looks, he's like, all right, well, you got to have, like, you know, uh, two cavities filled, two teeth pulled. And I'm just like, that doesn't sound right. That's not cool. So uh, I go to the waiting line. And when you're in the waiting line dental, you're going to be there for a while. Right. So Absolutely. I waited. This was at 11 o'clock in the morning when I found this out. I didn't get called to the truck until 8 p.m., this is the mobile trailer outside yep. for dental. I, I ain't called. All Hold the,
2: on, they
1: I, put dental in a mobile trailer. Oh, yeah, so these, these army, measure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they hire yeah, Sam So for these army, health assessments, they hire these civilian contractors to come on and check your teeth in this like big RV
0: looking thing. So I get out there That's and give them my give him my paperwork and everything, and the guys, you know, actual dentist now, uh, not uh, military dentist. Yeah, and he's looking at my paperwork. And he's like, he looks at me, looks at my mouth, looks at me. Looks at the paper, calls another dentist over, and dentist comes over and he's looking at the paperwork and goes everything he's nothing's wrong with this guy. <laughs> and I was this like, what? I was time like time. Wait, what? So I just sit in line for eight hours. more than eight hours for nothing? He goes yeah. yeah, I mean Sorry to waste your time like this, but. Oh, you're sorry? It, well, it's I'm not the civilian's it's it's fault. Yeah, yeah, I know. So it. the civilians were like, well, you just want like, a cleaning? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just take a cleaning. Because awesome. <laughs> they had already, yeah, they had already known they me. They got up. down your packet and they had already <laughs> known me up getting ready to do all this stuff. And then they looked and at it and like, they were just like, is... they were just like, oh, you're good now. So let's just give you a cleaning. So I had to walk around with In his defense. Before he got you, he to the was
2: like drooling everywhere. <laughs> All he got was a cleaning. Before
1: <laughs> oh, to, so before you go to a civilian dentist, you have to meet with uh, the military dentist. So the military, like you, come in and do dental work as your main job. And he's mostly captains that do this shit. Yep. They check your mouth. And they're like, "Oh, you need a cavity. Oh, you need a root canal." And that's how that happened to him. He got
0: screwed oh. royally on that. Yeah, it, it happens. Uh, people have been screwed before.
2: All right. So our other question comes from Joe out of Washington. He says, "What was the best way to relax while you were deployed?"
1: Gym, gym or movies, bootleg movies.
2: Yeah, bootleg, bootleg le- movies. Bootleg
1: movies. I got one. I had so many bootleg movies overseas. I had these are like
3: current movies or
1: these yes, like- so okay. movies that are still in theaters. Oh, nice. This is before like Cody, and oh. uh, all that shit on Firestick. Okay, these were like uh these, these Afghans uh worked on the base uh-huh. and they would get these like <laughs> it's funny cuz they put them on the little DVDs uh-huh. but the um, they would put the little um uh... Damn, how do you describe it? Like cover photos, you would see them like DVD yeah. covers. Mm-hmm. But these were like in plastic bags. They would put all these DVDs in because they I made... S- they'd sell them outside of the DVDs. They sell them outside. Like we had this little area on the edge of the base that they had. It was like a market little area where right. like they were selling shit.
0: So you get your Folklues and all your... Yeah, yeah. all <laughs> your fake <laughs> gear
1: yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They sell like electronics and uh, DVDs and stuff. The whole big movie store, like DVD store, they sell them by the thousands of copies And it was, like... It was not, like... You ever see those, like, uh... Those Japanese, like, cover photos of movies that are not accurate? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, like, totally wrong. Yes. (laughs) So they, like, mostly combine, like, multiple movies into one cover photo. And that's what was every DVD you bought. Oh, nice. But they were always, like... Like, not shitty quality, but decent quality movies. But there are always movies that are still
0: in theaters, Mm -hmm. popular movies. Oh, yeah, because that was one of the better ways
1: to decompress.
0: uh, You'd have the good ones and you'd have the bad ones. Oh, absolutely. And the the, some bootlegs movies you get be like, um, you would get like Transformers 4, that was out in theaters and everything like that, or Transformers 3, out in theaters. And you're like, that's no way you have this movie. So you get it, and it's like a mixture between Die Hard and Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I mixing it. And a cover photo. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's got multiple movies on it. It's crazy. crazy, man. Right. There's some Afghan somewhere, like, yeah. mixing these movies. They're, like, make they're, money. Love they're making money. Like, they're making money. Oh, rece- they're
0: good. Don't ask for a receipt. <laughs> no. no or, um, it's all cash. <laughs> it's like $3 a pop. Yep. Like no receipt yeah. Given. Yeah. no what, receipts given. No receipts. What's the receipt?
2: What's receipt? Alright, so Matt out of the Fort Worth area <laughs> asks, how long does it take a second lieutenant to navigate a land course? <laughs>
0: um, okay. It takes a while. I, I wish you could see this picture that I have, but uh, with I can't spell lost without There's one. Uh, oh my god. There's,
1: a, <laughs> meme on, if, there's <laughs> a meme on the internet. If you find it, it's second lieutenant <laughs> called up. <laughs> it's a Constantino wire, and it's pretty bad. Oh my god. The right. bottom pole guy. We have a
2: bunch of funny questions, though. For Matt sure. also asks, what is your favorite camo pattern?
1: Multicam all the way. Multicam? Uh, I'd say yeah. multicam. Yeah. Uh, it's a little comfortable. It's, it blends with most of the shit now. It's pretty
3: You cool. know, when um, we, we were training, we had uh, some Canadians come down. It was really weird. They really? just came and observed. Canadians are
2: really awesome, but they oh. had some
3: actually pretty badass-looking uniforms. Like they look the same, but the patterns different.
1: Like the mm-hmm. colors. Yeah, everything. those are pretty cool.
2: He also asked, "What is your favorite combat boot?"
1: Um, I had some Garmonts, that were the best,
0: I think. I've had I've had and Nikes, and say the Underarmors. My Garmonts are the best, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Scholes.
1: I refuse to, 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 to spend money. You I refuse to spend money. He had the boots. He issue, So he had issued boots with Doctor Shoals insoles. I will never spend money on military. shit. Crazy! I will <laughs> <laughs> never. Only thing I bought were You're a pair of ones. You're
2: fucking. The mother all
1: Feel like never. I, I bought. I bought Black I bought fucking. Garments, I spent a lot of money on
2: boots. I wouldn't doubt it. Because you got
1: to find some comfortable boots you your dismounting yeah. on and road marching in and shit. No. All
2: right, so Summer out of Dallas asked, is it gay if it's a three-way?
1: <laughs> well, it depends on kind of 3 Yeah, <laughs> yeah what are we talking about What <laughs> yeah. are the parameters? Well,
3: she you
2: know, didn't give details? Just if to it's your space. battle
0: buddy, I oh, think okay. it's okay. No? Yeah.
2: What?
0: Yeah, No battle buddies do. <laughs> mm.
2: Moving on. Moving on.
0: Moving on. Moving on.
2: I think that was the last question. The last one. Cool. <laughs> was, hold on. Wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Good. All right. Well, that's that's been fun. It's been it's been good. Great. There's a lot of good questions. A lot of good input. And an amazing talk. I yeah. do
2: have someone mm. that said spaghetti and meat sauces comes with a blueberry cobbler and candy. It's the tits.
1: Wait, but, you know, a lot of the MREs came with candy, though. Most of them come with candy. Okay. Some of them didn't, though. There's some that come with candy, but when you okay. get it right okay, wait, 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 what was the favorite candy to come in the MRE? I like the uh, first strike bars. It's not even really candy.
3: It's like a protein bar. Oh, I fucking love those, What? Man. The chocolate? You never had those? Oh, my fucking oh God. Oh, dude, I would take those, me. I would you take those over melted Skittles. I'd take those How over fucking brick of melted Skittles. Yeah. All
0: yeah, all right. I would take the fucking...
2: You, I, you don't have two unopened beers here.
0: I would take the Skittles any day in the week. Yeah, way. the Skittles are good. The Wildberry Skittles. <laughs> yep, yes, the Wildberry Skittles. Yeah, the Wildberry I to tell
2: you, know what a Sour Patch kids is at the grocery store. We have
0: Sour Patches. No, but I'm telling...
2: You, we have to tell Favorite you, dessert
0: no. buff or fudge brownie? All
1: right, the fudge brownie? No, you know. not. is good too.
2: I had uh, uh,
0: those
1: are good ones. Um, raspberry uh, applesauce. That that good. I that, yeah. That shit was amazing. Applesauce is pretty good. Raspberry apple The sauce. apple turnovers are pretty good. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good shit, man. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. We
2: uh, um, oh, thanks, one more Stanley.
1: Question. Green okay. Oh, you have one more question? Yeah, all right. What was it? Hurry up. <laughs>
3: Either most uh,
2: unique care packages or favorite items to receive while you were deployed. What is the most unique care package you've ever received? Or what was the one item you wanted while you were deployed? Uh, That's from Sarah out of Dallas.
1: I don't know, because I've gotten pretty much the same shit. Cause my grand, my, my yeah. parents sent me the same care packages all the time. It would always be like... But what
2: was the one thing you wanted that you never got?
1: Uh alcohol
2: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: he's
1: right right. that makes sense you couldn't drink overseas but people were drinking and it was hard to get to Uh, funny story about that my
3: buddy uh, he was in Iraq and uh, there's some Italians there oh uh, boy Italians they could drink whatever they wanted Polish could too yeah so he would uh, always kind of sneak off for a little while
1: come back kind of
2: wobbly (laughs) that makes sense makes sense okay so what was your best care package
1: ooh I really don't know um, it's hard to think about one specific yeah. per about ca- about care it. package. Because you get a lot of like, magazines, beef jerky. Pornos, Kaden,
2: no, the no,
0: pornos. Pornos. pornos, baby wives.
2: They, uh,
0: they check it. Oh yeah, almost oh, custom. every. Custom, the customs, and everything, so, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Custom. I guess they're Navy customs. That's if you want, you can. No, no, no. If you want porn, you download it. Yeah, you download. We bring it. it with you.
1: Okay, so just for the record, they have a shared drive. It's a big external hard drive. Yep. Oh yeah. That every unit coming in and out of country theater downloads all their porn to. <laughs> Everybody shares, a share, Everybody, right? everyone's everyone's shares everyone's the shit. Everyone shares the same porn. Yes. So anytime the you download, no, no, no. every time you download new porn, you upload it to the same shit. So everyone
2: is like jerking off to the same. Same
1: stuff.
0: shit. Your so, like,
2: you're your
1: like, make your own
0: internet. Yes. <laughs> a, same same shit. Like, you see video 497? Yeah, this, you did. Yeah, you did. This is years and years <laughs> and years of, years of like
2: Seven. every
1: like units coming in and out. They would upload their own, and they would all share it to the same hard oh, drive. Wow. That's, That's why, like, if so I you die, to be if I die, destroy the whole thing. You could just hit porn. So what was you guys' favorite
2: porn? care package he, that you got? Stanley
1: hasn't deployed yet. But no, we'll, Okay. Yeah. So, I, I, said, I said, like, it's hard to put. I said, yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, it's I mean My favorite thing was getting monsters, but now
0: I got that after mission, So it was different. I mean, candy, uh, I mean, like, letters from people. Yeah, like letters. Baby the wipes. Okay, so
2: I have a question for you. Um... When you guys were deployed, what was the one thing that you wanted the most that you could have been sent but didn't get sent? Does that make sense?
1: Uh, I mean, okay. if you could get alcohol, the only thing you really yeah. couldn't get.
2: Like, was there something that someone didn't send you but you were like, Jesus, really wish I had this while it was in No, there.
1: Not really, because no? you could send pretty much anything you yeah. want as long as it wasn't alcohol. Right.
2: I was just asking I never really I never really asked for anything yeah yeah the only thing I really
1: asked for was like beef jerky to snack on and magazines
2: Sour
1: kids yeah candy just candy yeah that's what my family
0: was I mean just candy and stuff like that a lot of the bases that you were at didn't have like well it wasn't jewelry we got sometimes we would get uh, care packages from like schools yeah that's what we did to schools and stuff like that and they had like those little kid handwritten letters to you yeah that was funny
2: that's the best oh my
0: gosh. We got to, so story about that.
1: We got to this chow hall in this small little outpost we went through all the time, and like they had this big dining table that everyone sat at, and they had a piece of plexiglass over the top of it. And underneath it were letters from kids and pictures from all across the United States and stuff. And uh, one of the most memorable ones, like every time we went to it, you sat down and looked at it, and it was like, uh, "Thank you for your service. Um, I am not afraid to die." please don't get killed it was like it okay.
0: it's very, very dark and creepy there, there was something like that would be like, like kill like kill the goat people yes oh, this, oh, happened what
1: uh,
3: this happened a lot this there was a lot
0: those rainbows
1: yeah. Around. Yeah. Yeah. it was a lot it was hand yeah. drawn it yeah. was crayons hand drawn like, yep. like, like young kids in school and they would put them under these fucking plexiglass and like I am not afraid to die like killed the Taliban. I was like, holy shit, man. What yeah.
0: are your parents? My name is John. I'm six years old. I'm from Oregon. Yeah, and very <laughs> <old> everybody. <laughs> very very <laughs> creepy, really man. Very creepy, man. I don't
2: know. But, well, okay, uh, so. so what was your favorite thing to receive in a care package then? Uh,
1: I don't remember, man. Uh, I got, Did you want to
2: get coffee? Did you want to get candy? I didn't drink Did
1: coffee. And... Uh candy. No, but Fried that's candy. what I'm saying. Beef jerky. Yeah, beef jerky. Beef jerky and candy? Beef yeah. jerky yeah. and candy is my Because I know
2: like, uh, a lot of people like in the navy are like peanut butter. Please send me yeah, peanut yeah. butter. We don't have syrup on I, the ship. Send me peanut butter because they would put it on like pancakes and waffles. So
0: they had little peanut butter cup things you could get from the DFAC all the time. So, so like, that was fine. There was yeah. pound there's pound bags of beef jerky. I'm not gonna lie, I can sit down and eat one of those. About we did, like so DFAC
1: we were at had, had, had okay. small little snack size one, but yeah. The big Beef
2: jerky things. and candy are the two candy. biggest things to send overseas. Is that energy what you're drinks. Mm-hmm. Energy drinks. drinks. Energy drinks, yeah. candy yeah. and beef jerky.
1: I'm selling you the military runs on
2: smokeless tobacco variety. and
1: energy
2: drinks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, the only thing I can add was uh I remember when we did FTX and like basic and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh you like the drill sergeants would kinda just then you know they put on the regular cap and uh, you really didn't know where they were because a lot of times they come and they they fuck with you, right? They'll yeah. like, take your rifle from you and start shooting blanks off by of you. <laughs> so uh, it, it was kind of, but you knew when they were around because off the tree branches in the woods at uh, Fort Leonard Wood, you'd see like a Red Bull can. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're close. <laughs> 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 they're here, and uh, just shit like that, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like it could be an Australian show, like uh, like oh shit dirty mm. girl and there'd be like monster cans all littered everywhere Yeah. Just, also down. if you want to be an
0: asshole to your friend that's in basic uh, I don't know if they still do this in basic now but when I was in uh, if your family or whatever sent you candy uh, any a- a- thing. A- any con- anything any, anything like that yeah. the person receiving it it's going to be a nice little punishment yeah. for it so if you want to do that to your buddy yeah have fun cool
2: yeah cool. alright
0: cool. so uh, I think i wraps wrapped
1: up episode 4 here um
2: you guys have been the best
1: audience yeah. ever. So, Brittany, thank you, baby. You
2: welcome. Stanley,
1: Grayson, Greenlee. Been awesome. Thank well, you guys so much. Whatever for, your names you. are. Glad to have who, you guys. Who is this? Who are you? <laughs> uh, thanks you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, follow us on social media. Source in the front. We're on all like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. And check us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Subscribe and I hope you enjoyed it. If not, then I hate you. Suck my balls. Yeah. All
2: right, carry on.
0: Thanks for listening to Stories from the Front. Follow us on all major social media platforms for updates on guests and episodes. I am an American soldier baptized in fire and blood. I give my heart and soul trying to do